Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the inaugural episode of something that we've been cooking up for quite some time, a long time to be exact. The first episode yep. of the Kings of the South podcast, an NFC podcast. I'm your boy, Corey. That's TJ. We are your host. As you can tell, he is a Panthers fan. I'm a Falcons fan. You know, don't judge us by our apparel because we will be very, very, very caring about the other two teams in the division. We will be fair. We won't be haters, but we will be fair in regards to the Saints and those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. TJ, yeah, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. How are you? I can't complain, man. You know, just keeping on, keeping on, brother. It's not like an old man thing to say. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never used that expression before a day in my life, but hey, here we hey, are. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're 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 doing this, you know. Yeah, man. We're it's, we're, we're going uh, episode one. Episode one, baby. You know, and for those who don't know, which will be pretty much all of y'all. TJ and I have been best friends since I was 19 years old. I am now uh, somewhere in my 30s. I ain't going to say where, but <laughs> I'm in there. Uh, so we've yeah. known each other for quite some time. We have been, you know, button heads about our team since uh, as long as I can remember. <laughs> Day one. Day, Day one. one. It's always yeah. a one-upsmanship. You know, he's like, oh, well, we, <laughs> we made a Super Bowl. And I'm like, oh, but we made a Super Bowl. But we have yet to say we've won a super bowl we we haven't gotten yeah, to that point yet whole franchises. <laughs> yeah man <laughs> yeah but just a, just a quick little preview we're gonna be talking about the nfc south as a whole we're gonna be talking books talking saints talking falcons talking panthers we're not gonna lean one way or the other we're not gonna talk about one team more than we talk about the other yeah. it's gonna be all fair and uh what do you say buddy you want to just dive wrong into it let's get it let's let's go ahead and and cover all these teams that uh, in our division that, you know, kind of review what happened and, and where we're at now. I mean, free agency starts tomorrow. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with uh, reviewing that and, and getting into that because that's going to be fun, especially yeah, tomorrow afternoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will be glued to my phone. Glued. Yeah. Just Even hoping. Work. <laughs> yeah, just, just hoping I see Jesse Bates had agreed to in principle to a contract with the Atlanta Falcons. Just hoping, just hoping, yeah, just, just hoping, you know, just hoping, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk Saints. Talk Saints, our division rival. Let's talk Saints, man. So, uh, yeah, to say they didn't have the year that they expected to have in 2022 is a bit of an understatement. Uh, I believe yeah. they finished uh, seven and ten, uh, mm-hmm. which is good for second in the division. But that don't really particularly say much. <laughs> in, in no, our division. no, uh, it doesn't. Uh, so, Dennis Allen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's a I, great. He's a great defensive mind. Yes. He. He's just to me, and I'm not trying to rag on on Saints, but I, I really don't feel he's the guy for them to lead their franchise. Yeah, I, um, I, I really think he kind of showed that when he was in uh, at the time Oakland with the Raiders. Yeah, um, and I, I do think you know I think they'll be in a good spot this year just because they do have a quarterback um, as long as Carr can stay healthy. Um, 
but I am curious to see how they evolve offensively. Um, you know, cause their defense is always stout. Yeah. Their defense is always stout every year, top 10, top 12. Yes. Uh, so I'm curious to see offensively what they do, but I'm not too sold on Dennis Allen, uh, yeah. going forward after, after this coming season. Absolutely. Uh, it's nice that you just brought up offense. Let's get it. Let's dig into that. Yeah. So the, this, <laughs> the New Orleans Saints in 2022 uh, ranked 19th in total offense, 16th in pass offense, and 19th in rushing offense. And, you know, you would think that would be, you know, and for New Orleans, that's not good. For any other team in the league, that's yeah. – that's not bad. That, that, that wouldn't be bad, but New Orleans has a reputation of being a high flying offense. They will all, mm-hmm. they should always be able to put points on the board and they rank 22nd in points per game and they only scored eight, uh, 19.4 points a game. That's not going to get it done. And mm-hmm. like you and I previously talked about off air, they have one of the most dynamic running backs in the game in space and Alvin Kamara and you know, the first and first and 10, they run them up the middle for a yard. Um, you know, it's it, it's really yeah. frustrating, you know, especially if you have him in fantasy. I'm not gonna go there. You know, he was my yeah. my first <laughs> round pick. <laughs> yeah, he was not that good in fantasy this year. Yes. Um, I I think the Saints as a whole were struggling, especially you know they didn't have Michael Thomas. Yes. Um, Jameis Winston got injured at one point. Yes. Um, After he their cooked this line was not what it used to be. I think them losing Teron Armstead definitely. Uh, hurt them yes um you know you have to have that blindside protection uh Ramcheck still had a good season but overall between the pass catchers being inconsistent um and the offensive line just not as stout as it usually is uh, yes. i really think they had a, a identity crisis i'll say <laughs> I, I, I would agree with that now still on the subject of offense you know 22 has came and gone 2023 season starting Wednesday as you know there are a plethora of maybe not household names at receiver but there are some serviceable guys yeah who can you see that can be added to the New Orleans offense that provide a spark because you I know people are saying oh they don't have any cat space but hey they have cat space in almost a decade they still found a way to field a competitive roster so yeah um the the Saints uh, front office always finds a way to create cap, to create opportunity to bring guys in, uh, to, re- to re-sign key guys. Um, looking at the free agent pool, I don't know off the top of my head. I know there's not a lot of big names out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just seen reports of Sterling Shepard getting re-signed by the Giants within the next uh, 24 hours. Um off the top of my head, I would think they would try to make a play for a guy like a McCole Hartman, um, mm. someone who can take the top off of a defense. Yeah. Um, maybe Paris maybe, Campbell, something like that. Right. Paris Campbell, um, possibly a Darius Slayton, however they need to acquire him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Juju's probably too outside their market um, just because he's on the more pricey side. I know he'll want more money. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think they do need a deep threat at receiver. I know they have Olave, um, but they are losing Jarvis Landry. So 
you kind of wonder, do they want to go via draft or do they want to go via free agency? Um, I don't foresee a trade. I mean, I, I mean, you can always do a trade. It's always possible, but just off the free agent market alone, some of those lower level receivers that I think will be a little cheaper, I think will be their go-to option um, going forward. I mean, they could always bring back Jarvis, but I, I mean, he had health issues himself last year, so I'm not too sure they want to go down that path again um, and have a, another injury prone receiver. Absolutely. Uh, so let's kick on over to the defense. So, like you said previously, the Saints always find a way to have a top 10 defense. And 2022 was no exception. Uh, they ranked fifth in total defense. They ranked uh, fifth in sacks. They, they ranked second in the league with passing yards uh, average a game against. It, you know, they, they always find a way to not only consistently get pressure on the quarterback, but also – find these cornerbacks under stones and Alante Taylor has been you can argue that he was the best cornerback last year you can make that argument I know it sounds a little a little crazy because you know Marshawn Lattimore is the guy but I really really like Alante Taylor yeah he he was good um his rookie year I mean what what round was he I don't remember I off the top of my head I can't remember man I was I want to say he was a, a between a three and a and a five mm-hmm. somewhere in between there. I could yeah. be off, um, but Alante yeah, Taylor was great. Um, Cam Jordan, you know, still always, yeah, being always Jordan, um, causing havoc in the backfield, penetrating the line, you know, setting the edge. Um, I really think they have some good pieces. I mean, they're they're aging in the tooth. Him and Demaro Davis are not getting any younger. Absolutely. Uh, I personally looking at what they do defensively and and how they do it, and Dennis Allen still being there as the head coach and overseeing the defense. Um, I really think they need to go draft uh, some defenders this year instead of spending money in free agency. I, I think that would be a very good thing for them. And, you know, perfect example, Alante Taylor was a draft pick from last year and, and he, he panned out pretty well. Um, they didn't spend a lot of high capital on them. And I really think with how much they're spending to get a guy like Derek Carr, there's rumors of them uh, rene- renegotiating a new contract with Michael Thomas mm-hmm. Um I would foresee them trying to re-sign and keep Juwan Johnson on, on offense. Quick side note, they already did. They gave him a two-year deal. Uh, they were able to retain him. So, See, yeah. there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so going for I, it again. I foresee, yeah. I, I foresee that they go defense in the draft, defensive heavy, um, kind of like Carolina did a couple years ago. Uh, I could see a situation where they spend every draft pick on defense. I mean, they – they're very good at defense, but I think they need to get younger and cheaper. So that way they can build and not have to lose guys. Cause I, I know there's been rumors floating about where people are saying, Oh, they're going to trade cam Jordan to, to clear some cap and he's getting too old and, and all that. But I, I don't foresee cam Jordan leaving new Orleans. I mean, he could, but at this moment, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I would also agree that they probably should, they will be better suited to, 
uh, use their uh, the majority of their draft picks on defense because they're losing a lot of key um, players. They're losing uh, David Aguimata, uh, you know, future Falcon. Uh, they're losing uh, Shot Tuttle. They're using they're losing. Yeah, they're losing Marcus Davenport. They're losing Caden Ellis, who yep. a lot of people don't know about, but he generated a lot of pressure off the edge of that outside linebacker spot. Um, so yeah, they they got a on paper, they still should probably be the favorite to win the NFC South. But you know, you that's why you play the games, you know. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um yeah, so, I mean, go ahead. No, no, it's on you. Uh, yeah, I, I really think, you know, right now, I mean, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll dig in this this week uh, with Carolina trading up to number one. Um, yeah, that's that's a topic I can't wait to delve into. And I'm curious oh, yeah. what our, our fans will, will say mm-hmm. on our, our channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, as far as New Orleans, I, I do think right now they are the favorites because they have a quarterback. Yes. Um, We've, we've both been on record of saying in the past, you know, it, it, it takes you having the guy at quarterback to, to win your division. Mm-hmm. And that's the first step. And I mean, you hear that on, on networks and it's a common trend, a common rule of thumb is, you know, you got to have a quarterback to compete for your division. And then mm-hmm. once you win the division, you make the playoffs. And then, yeah. you, you know, once you make the dance, you yeah. know, anybody it, it, can. can happen. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, but yeah, I think New Orleans is the favorite right now, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're in a good spot. They, they've got the guy they wanted and now they can use free agency and the draft to just build around Derek Carr for the next three to four years. Okay. I agree. Last uh, subject with the Saints on their defensive side of the ball. Yes. Is there any free agents that you can foresee that can make an impact or elevate that defense to well, they were already a top five unit, maybe, you know, top two. Is there any free agents out there that they can reasonably sign and that can provide an immediate impact? Without knowing their exact cap numbers, I don't have it in front of me. I'm not too sure what the numbers are looking like after they sign Derek Carr and all that. They, they'll be um, okay. They'll be okay. You could, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey um, Loomis, man. He's a magician. <laughs> Mickey Loomis does a great job with the cap. I, yeah. I can't, you know, uh, criticize him for that. He's, he's great at that. Um, off the top of my head, though, I really think they need to go out there and get a pass rusher. Um, I know this draft is pretty deep at edge rusher, but I'm curious to, to see them go get another veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they did the draft route with Davenport and not trying to knock Davenport, yeah. but he didn't really pay out. Yeah. Also um, Peyton Taylor, uh, Peyton Turner. Peyton yeah. Turner is another one and he's still developing. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to see, does he get playing time this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, does he compete? Um, you know, like I said earlier, Cam Jordan, is he on the trade block? Are they going to get rid of him? I, I can't foresee that. I've, I feel like they'll yeah. have a solid rotation. Like you said, with a veteran, they'll still have Curtis Granderson. Uh, the, uh, uh, yeah. Curtis Granderson. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. of Carl Granderson, yeah. the football player. I mean, the baseball player, <laughs> uh, Curtis Granderson, they'll still have a, um, uh, you know, uh, like we just talked about your guy, um, Peyton Turner, yeah, Peyton Turner, uh, and and Cam, man. I, I feel like that's a solid rotation. You maybe add some a little bit of youth and uh, maybe yeah. get a veteran edge, someone like a you know, uh, a Samson Ebocam, or you know, uh, 
he, he shouldn't be too expensive. I, I feel like they may have, they may be priced out of the Yannick Ngakwe uh, market. Um, yeah, I've heard Ngakwe is going to be the top edge rusher to be pursued in free agency, um, mm-hmm. which is not surprising. Um, he's been that guy a couple of times. Yeah, he, pr- <laughs> he produces it every stop, man. So, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Enough of the Saints. Let's go to the current reigning king of the South. The NFC Tampa South Bay, Camps. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. Yeah. The the Bradyless, the Bradyless Bucks, as I call them now. Holy hell, man. What are they going to do at the quarterback position? I they you know, so, J- Jason Light can say all he wants about Kyle Trask. I ain't buying yeah. it. I ain't buying yeah. it. I ain't buying it either. Um, I know they have uh a later first round pick. I think they're pick 19. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm not too sure they're going to go rookie this year. I, I think they're looking towards next year's draft. I'm thinking, and I've heard rumors that they're going to pursue Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be very interesting. I think with the weapons they have in place, and I don't think Baker's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them making a play for a, a Baker Mayfield, a Sam Darnold, one of those lower end quarterbacks that aren't going to be so expensive and then have that person compete with Kyle Trask. I mean, I really, and I know me and you talked about this a few weeks ago, um, just on the phone, you know, I, I think, I really think they're just going to not tank, but they're going to, they're going to put a quarterback in a position to win with the weapons they have, but they're not really going to try too hard to fill that spot this year. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's their biggest question mark. I know they have a lot of free agents. I know um, Levante David's going to test the market. Mm-hmm. Jamel Dean, uh, Murphy Bunting. Yeah. Um, I've heard rumors of Devin White getting traded. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure about that. He's yeah. still young. Yeah, he's still young. Focal point of that defense. Him and Vita Vea are are very key contributors yeah. to defense. they're about as close to untouchable as you can get in the nfl right now on that team right. i would say yeah uh, yeah i mean now uh, if they were trying to sit there and blow it all up and and really just look towards the future and, and get draft picks then i mean obviously yeah you you trade them and you clear the cap but at the same time a guy like Devin white you drafted him top 10 and do you really want to trade that away for a mid to late first round pick possibly? Uh, not, not that someone in the top 10 wouldn't give up a top 10 pick, but really it depends on who you're talking about. Yeah. It's like it's, the Eagles. I could see the Eagles trading their pick for, for Devin white, but I don't think that that's a top priority right now, especially this day and age linebacker is not as prevalent as having a great secondary um, or pass rushers. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of hard to build a team when you trade away some of your best players. So yeah. that's why I yeah. don't foresee that happening. But yeah, that, and, and also too, Todd Bowles is is coaching for his job this year. Yeah, so. absolutely, without question. Without, <laughs> I'm question. pretty sure he's not going to want to sabotage himself out of a job. Yeah. So so let's, let's stay on offense. So the. The Bucks offensive line is one of yeah. the most interesting conundrums in all of the NFC South. On the one yes. hand, they're, you know, allowed only 22 sacks, 
you know, which is the the best in the NFL. That. It's the best. <laughs> that's the best market in the NFL. And on the other hand, they're ranked dead last in rushing offense. I think they only ran for maybe seventy six yards a game, which is pretty ridiculous. Now, their offense, their passing offense, they were second, second in passing offense and fifteenth in total offense. So offensively, they're there. A little bit. Yeah. They still were a little off in the points per game. Then score eighteen and point four. And I imagine that they may take another dip with the loss of Tom Brady as well as those sack numbers. Because oh, yeah. I, you know, Tom Brady had one of the fastest release in the NFL. So yes. I'm pretty he gets sure. The ball out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that ate it in those. But they also cut Donovan Smith. So what do you foresee them doing at the offensive line? Is it? free agency do they hammer it in the draft or a combination of both um i i do think it'll be a combination of the both um i've heard rumors of them moving tristan Wirfs to left tackle and trying that out so that way they have a blindside protector i mean tristan Wirfs is a great great yeah. player he, he's um, talented enough to do that yeah, yeah. so I really think it depends on who they get at quarterback as well. Cause you know, as you just said, Tom Brady has one of the best, you know, releases and, and, and anticipating quick throws and getting the ball out quickly um, better than any quarterback in the league. I mean, he, he's always been known for it. They call him dink and dunk Tom, but you know, he, he made it efficient. Um, I do think the draft has a lot of depth on the offensive line. Um, I think the draft would be a great spot for them to really hit on some key points. Um, I know they still have Ryan Jensen. I don't think he's retired. No, not yet. They still have Ryan Jensen. I know there's been speculation they might get rid of Shaq Mason. Um, but until further notice, I mean, they still got three key pieces on the offensive line. They just need to shore up the left guard and right tackle if they're moving worse over to left. Yeah. Um, and then – you know, skill position wise, Tampa Bay is the best in the division. <laughs> it's still, they're still good. They, they even, make it even with you know Mike Evans being a year older and and yeah. Chris Godwin and you know all that, but they still have Russell Gage. They yeah. have weapons. Yeah, I know they released Cameron Brait, but they still have other players. Yeah, they got Kate Kate Otten and Kate Otten you know, is a young young tight yeah. end that was drafted last year. Um, they have Rashad White at running back. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I expect really need to hit on the quarterback position and and see where it goes from there and, and supplement some of the offensive line spots through free agency and mid to late round draft picks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, I, I expect really big things out of Rashad White this year. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, he's he, a great pass catcher. Oh, yeah. And, and he's deceptively fast. He's a lot faster than you would think for a, a running back at that size. Um, yeah, and he's what six two around six two something like that. Um, he's a he's a he's a big big guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean they have the weapons in place. I think if they get the right quarterback to compete in, in training camp and uh, address the offensive line, I definitely think they can contend for the division. Um, it all depends on what they do though with these players that have been speculated of of leaving and getting traded and all that. Um, you know. On the other side, I mean, we're just talking about offense with the Bucs. The defense, you know, Shaq Barrett went down last year with an injury. 
Um, you know, I already mentioned the corners that they're losing through free agency. Hopefully they're able to at least not re-sign one of them. Uh, if not, they're going to have to probably look through the draft. Um, there's only so much you can address <laughs> yeah. when you're, you're spending a lot of money into key players like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea. Uh, I know Antoine Winfield Jr. is coming up on a contract as well. Yeah, and he's going to be pieces. And I think even Devin White, isn't Devin White needing a new contract? Uh, yeah, um, if not this year, maybe next year. But, uh, yeah, yeah he, sh- he should be uh, entering a uh, nice payday. Uh, so, uh, all right, let's talk about free agency for the Bucks. Uh, I If I were in a position of authority, not even a position of authority, if I had the opportunity to bend the ear of Jason Light, I would – strongly suggest that he restructure whatever he needs to restructure and go get Orlando Brown. That will shore up your offensive line for sure. Yeah. And, you know, that would give them a a stout offensive line and and you just need to put a quarterback back there that can read a defense. Yeah. Um, They have weapons. Like I said, we've covered that. I mean, the bucks don't lack weapons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Julio can leave, you know, Cameron Bray, and they'll be fine. Um, I just, yeah, that would be great. I mean, I know he's on the higher end of the market. Yeah. Um, there's also guys in the draft. I mean, you got uh, Paris Johnson from Ohio State. You got guys like Broderick Jones. You know, there's plenty of talent out there, and they could always trade up and, and get a left tackle. Yeah. Sam Pack and free agency with 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 Orlando Brown. Um, I know Taylor Lewan is still looking to play. Yeah, it'd be a cheaper option. Term fix, um, but you know, there's always players out there that you can sign, and, and if you have to, like you said, restructure some contracts and go get your guy. Yeah, I mean, Orlando Brown is one of the the best free agents available, in my opinion. Um, he's proven that he can play left tackle. Uh, he won a Super Bowl this past uh, season with the the Chiefs, and uh, I think he's looking to. <laughs> Yeah, I put it on the shirt. Reset. Man. I don't think he will reset the market at left tackle, but I could be wrong. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with that. Uh, it depends, it all hinges on how much Tampa Bay can clear with the restructures and how much are they willing to pay. Uh, another, yeah. another low cost option would be call me crazy. I got nothing. So yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's it's not. I mean, Garrett Bowles. Garrett Bowles, I've heard, is available via trade. Yeah, but he's in the AFC West. They can't give up any assets. They they need their picks. They they need them. They need them. Yeah. Oh, another one too. I've heard. I've heard rumors. Uh, Trent Brown. Mm. Trent Brown is is possibly going to get. Uh, left behind in New England. <laughs> so, I'm not too sure where they stand with him right at this moment. But Bill, Bill, Bill O'Brien ain't playing, man. He, he, he ain't messing around out yeah. there, man. I've yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I think left tackle. I'm okay with them moving Worfs over. It'd be cheaper to do that and then go sign you a, a veteran right tackle. Yeah, I, I would agree with that because they're better right tackles in free agency than there are left tackles. I think 
is it's pretty much Orlando Brown or bust with these uh with with the left tackle market. Yeah. Uh, oh, Andre Dillard. Yeah, that's another one. A younger, you know, maybe a more affordable option. Taylor is looking to get 18 to 19 million a year <laughs> at right tackle. I don't know how that's going to happen. You know, that's a lot of money for a right tackle who can't run block. That's a lot, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Hey, more, more power to you, brother. All right. So you want to go Carolina or Atlanta first? We'll 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 dig into Atlanta first. We'll save Carolina for last because they they've been uh, the hot topic of the week. Yes, yes, they had all the press. All right, yeah. so <laughs> next is my Atlanta Falcons, seven and ten on the on the record, which is on the yeah. on the on the surface is not good, but if you look at the talent of our roster. And considering that we had a man who threw a NFL pass from his back and we still managed to win seven games with that roster, it's a revelation. Tyler Algier has been a godsend. Yeah. I I have been praying to have (laughs) a coach and the players play smash mouth football. We didn't think we had the O-line. We thought we had the worst offensive line in the NFL, and they have been probably the, the the biggest surprise in all of the NFL. We rank third in, to, in total rushing offense, which is crazy. I, I don't yeah. even think we were in the top twenty nine last year. <laughs> you know, no. uh, now that's not you know we have some question marks. You know, the biggest you know has to be one Desmond Ritter. He only played four games. First, you know, first start did not go well. Second start got a little better. Third start still a little better, not great, but it was a little better. And then the fourth he played, uh, I thought it was a pretty good game. Some will argue that he played it against backups and third stringers. I will tell you, they're in the NFL. They're NFL players. (laughs) I don't give a damn what you're talking about. He had a good game against NFL players, and they were starting, you know, and he beat Tom Brady, most importantly, you know. Tom yeah, Brady, I mean, you know, Tom Brady is yeah. great, you know, even if they don't want to acknowledge Tom Brady because he's at the time in his mid-40s. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, four starts, and he he played decent. Um, he has room for improvement. But I, I think that was also the fact they waited so long to put him in. I think that was a detriment to him. I, I felt early on that he was capable of starting and winning you guys games. I know a lot of your your coaches and, and front office didn't feel the same way, obviously. Um, Arthur Smith wanted to give him a chance to sit on the bench and learn from, from Mariota. Um, but, you know, overall, I, I can understand it because at the time – you know, going into the first couple of weeks, we didn't anticipate the Falcons offensive line being as good as it was this year. Um, You know, Kyle Pitts had a down season. Calvin Ridley got suspended. Um, Drake London was a a great pick for you guys. He he panned out. Uh, I just really think they weren't sure of what you had. And then when you realized, okay, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty solid. Let's give Desmond a chance because, you know, Mariota at the time was not playing that great. At all. He cost you guys a couple of games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
He led uh, the NFL in missed passes, bro. Like, yes. <laughs> Kyle Pitts had the most unrealized air yards by far. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, I remember he was on the fantasy team. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. So, <laughs> staying with offense, our passing offense was ranked 31st in the league. Yes. That's not good. That's not going to get it done, Ooh. especially in today's <laughs> NFL. I don't care if you have a top five rushing offense, which we did have. If you can't throw the ball downfield, your team will not win. And yeah. it was times we were only throwing the football 13 times a game. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. Oh. And, I, I, and, and respect to Arthur Smith. He wants – he he – he loves to keep players from exposing themselves. So if, if you have a, a deficiency, he will move other things around to make sure that your deficiency is not shown or yep. is covered. And with Mariota, it worked for, you know, the first couple of games. And then when it came nut cutting time and teams knew, okay, they got a good rushing offense. We're going to stack the box and we're going to dare Mariota to beat us with his arm. Yep. <laughs> and you get the Thursday night game with Carolina. That's what you get. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty proud of that game. Yeah. Uh, this, despite, uh, you know, his – I don't want to say in, ineptitude, but it is what it is. Um, despite Mariota's inability to hit an open man downfield, we still rank 24th in total offense – we still – yeah, it's not good, but it's not terrible. <laughs> it's not at the bottom of the barrel, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like Carolina was. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. We, yeah. rank, we rank 15th in total points per game with 21.5. Uh, as I previously stated, our passing game wasn't much to write home about at all, really. And uh, we need we need speed. We need speed on, on – on the outside, we need someone that can take the top off the defense. I look, oh, yeah. at, some, I look at somebody like McCole Hardman or Paris Campbell if they're not too, you know, expensive. Maybe a Darius Slayton if he's you know interested. Um, of course, we'll you know, nor Arthur Smith, he'll try to get a big body in like a Corey Davis once he gets cut from the Jets. Um, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like particularly mad at I will understand it but we will, I would also like to see this team get some speed at the receiver position yeah 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 I I think McCall Harmon's a great one I know people keep on mentioning him a lot everywhere um yeah. oh yeah he's a hot topic he's he, he might he get is. a payday this year yeah I think he'll get paid pretty well um he's definitely gonna leave Kansas City I don't foresee him staying there they don't need him to have there is Tony yeah. Um, Sky Moore is another one. Um, but yeah, I, I think Atlanta definitely needs a deep threat. I think you have your possession receiver and and Drake London. I think you have that that guy who can take out the the middle of the field with Kyle Pitts. Hopefully he recovers well from his injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you add a guy like like McCole Hardman, and and you know, I, I think the Falcons could easily add two more receivers. Oh, yeah. We only have uh, three under contract right now. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I could also see you guys looking into a guy like Alan Lazard. I mean, another Absolutely. big body guy who can who can stretch the field a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I think uh, Alan Lazard is a underrated uh, receiver that's that's going to be on the market this this uh, for agency. Um, I, I think y'all could um, improve at right tackle. Obviously, I know Caleb McGarry is going to be a free agent. You're probably going to let him go. Um, I think you might address that through the draft. I know you guys have a lot of draft picks. Yeah. Um, I know you guys have a lot of money for a free agency, but the question is, do you want to spend that on a, a right tackle or do you want to draft one? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sure you don't want to delve into that today. Hey, but... Not today. Not right now. Not right. Not right now. That's, that's, a, that's a hour yeah, that's plus a, that's conversation. A whole, yeah. It's a whole episode, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but if we're just talking, you know, Desmond being the quarterback and, and you maybe go sign a, a free agent veteran, um, I just think y'all need to address your receiving core and, and short that offensive line, whether that be via the draft or, or free agency. I mean, y'all have plenty of cap. So oh, yeah. even if you go get Lamar, you still have more cap to spend. I know some people don't want to hear that because they're yeah. not doing numbers, but yeah. even if you sign Lamar or, or you know, trade for him, um, you'll, you'll still be in a good spot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, I think McCall Hartman is a good shout. I could also see you guys making a play for Juju. I mean, you have the cap. He's, he's not, you know, a, a huge name that people bang the drum for, but Juju has proven this past season that he can still play. And he can produce. And I think he's one of those guys that could even teach a thing or two to Drake London. I mean, Drake London's uh, coming into his sophomore season. Um, I know Juju gets a lot of knock for his TikTok videos and all that. But, <laughs> TikTok um, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think that's another young receiver that you guys could add to your core and really help develop Desmond Ritter. Um, I'm a big fan in, in developing young quarterbacks and not trading the farm for a, a big name uh, who becomes available, i.e. Uh, Deshaun Watson or Lamar. Hey, don't bring up his name, man. We uh, yeah, we just we just got past that, man. We just yeah. yeah. I just think uh, Atlanta's in a good spot. I, I I really think they are the one team in the South that people don't give enough credit for. Um, they did exceed expectations this year in my eyes by far me and you had a conversation last summer that i thought they were going to be the worst team in the nfc south and yes. that was only because their roster at the time looked so depleted yes yes and you know and, and i'm not knocking the falcons i i'm not a i mean yeah i don't root for them but you know I respect them when they deserve respect. And I did not think they would do what they did this year. Going seven and 10 was great for them. Yeah. Um, not so much for your draft order, but. Hey, it is what it is. I would have win. Man. <laughs> I don't care. You know, shout out to CBS Sports. We're going to go like four and 13 or something. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to CBS Sports who said we were only going to win two games. You know, no, yeah. we're yeah. not holding, we're not holding grudges here. I ain't never. Yeah, that. you guys ranked uh, CBS Sports and multiple outlets were ranking you guys with the Bears and Texans as the worst rosters in the they league. They said we were going to get the number one pick. They said that's how bad we were going to be. Hey, I'm sure you still wish you had the chance. I mean, or at least top three. Uh, no, I, I want to win, man. I don't. I, I just want to win. That's yeah. something we can both agree with. We just want to win. Like, I don't care about draft picks. Uh. One last thing on offense, uh, you mentioned Alan Lazard. Uh, that will be a pretty 
good it'd be an under the radar solid pickup because yeah. uh, Arthur Smith loves receivers that can do the dirty work, do the blocking because it sets up more in the passing game with the play action and uh, you know the rollouts and all that. And I, I feel like he would he would fit the offense really well. Also, oh, yeah. we could use another running back. Uh, I love Cordero Patterson. He is the best recruiter that Atlanta has ever seen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Although he is 0 for 32 with who he's <laughs> recruiting. But, uh, hey, shooters never stop shooting, brother, you know? More power to him. I feel like we can use another uh, – I don't want to say gadgety. We can use a speed back, someone who can compliment Tyler Algier. Yeah. Be the lightning to his thunder. Um, I feel like we'll be in a better position to uh, attack that need in the draft, you know, with, uh, you know, Tajay Spears or uh, Devin Shane or, you know, Keaton Mitchell from uh, East Carolina, all capable backs of handling that role and providing some, some much needed speed at the position. Or, you know, yep. we, we just say screw it and go B job, baby. You know what I'm saying? B job at eight. B job at eight. Yeah. That's a good shout. You know what I'm saying? Shout. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. About this defense. Yes. Yes. Your biggest weakness. Holy shit. Where do we start? Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, we rank 25th in passing yards against the game. Uh, we rate uh, 23rd in rushing yards against the game. We rank dead, well, almost dead last, surprisingly, in sacks per game. We only had 21 sacks. Uh, that's not good. But on the bright side, we were able to take away the ball via interceptions two to- uh, 10 times this year. So uh, that's tied with uh, the Panthers. That's tied with the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, And that is more than the <laughs> New Orleans Saints. So, that's something to hang our hats on. Um, but, yeah, we got yeah. We have to. It is imperative. I don't care who they get. I don't care where they get them. We have to get someone to help Grady Jared out. He's been consistently yeah. our best <laughs> pass rusher since he came here. You know, yeah. we, for several, several years now. And, you know, he he's not getting any younger. And he had a great no. year this year. He had four and a half sacks. Might have been five and a half. I can't remember. Uh, even though they took away one from the Tom Brady side, but we're not going to get into that right now. Um, yeah, he had a great year. I think he was going to get a bonus or something if yeah, he would have got that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, Grady is still a great player. We need to get him another great player to be able to maximize off his greatness. Because, you know, Grady, he's not getting any younger. You know, he he's – if he's not at 30 yet, he's quickly approaching it. So yeah. we need yeah. to get another player to help him out so we can, you know, start seeing more pressure from the interior, which is something that Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith has talked about at length, that they want to get pressure from the interior. Um, yeah, Grady Jarrett's 29. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, it, right now. 30's coming, brother. 30's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still playing at a pretty high level. I would like to see – I don't even have to – I don't foresee us going after Javon Hargrave just based off of his price tag, and rightfully so. Uh, He's going to uh, warrant a lot of money. Uh, Yes. I can see – And he's a little older, too. I think he's like 28. No, I think think Hargrave is 30, 31, or something like that. 
Really? Because wow. you remember he played for uh, Pittsburgh back in the day before he went to uh, Philly. Philly. So he yeah. been he been in the league for a minute. Uh, yeah. I Five years. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. I feel like maybe we can sign maybe two or three guys to give us the same value as a Javon Hargrave, something that's cheaper. Like I can see us going after Shot Tuttle. I can see us going after David Anumata. I can see us going after uh, maybe a, a Dalvin Thomason, but I feel like he's going to command a payday as well. Um, but yeah, we just got to get some, 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 some players on the interior. We have to, um, you also need edge rushers too. I mean, I was, I was going to get to that brother. <laughs> I was going to get to you that. You haven't had a true edge rusher. Set, what John Abraham, John Abraham and Patrick Kearney, man. Patrick Kearney. I remember that. Um, I mean, you guys have tried the draft route in the past. I yeah. know you have been mocked to draft like a guy like a Lucas Van Ness or a Nolan Smith. Uh, not that you guys shouldn't still do that, but I really think you should try to make a play for a, a free agent pass rusher, whether that be Ngakwe or I've heard Zadarius Smith possibly hitting free agency. Um, Leonard yeah. Floyd, let's go. Let's go back to Georgia, baby. Let's go. Hey, Leonard Floyd. Let's go, Leonard baby. Floyd let's, Georgia. let's go. Let's go. Let's uh, go. Um, you also have uh, Davenport from the Saints. So, I mean, I know that's not a, a, my, a name you probably want to hear, but. Nah, in, in my gut, I feel like he will be a Falcon. I feel like. Well, I do. I do. It, it depends on if, yeah, if Ryan Nielsen wants him, he'll go get him. He'll say. Now, I, I feel yeah. like it'll be more telling if, you know, Monday comes and, you know, we hear that, you know, the Falcons are not interested in Davenport. I feel like maybe that should be a sign that the rest of the league need to take notice to. Um, yeah, because you guys are one of the, the teams right now with the most cap and the biggest need for edge rushers. And we all know that you need – there's no, there's no cap on how many pass rushers you can have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I uh, mean, you can rotate them, and, and you, you need – I think Atlanta needs to leave this offseason with at least two legit pass rushers. I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I like I really really like what I saw out of Arnold Ebiketti. Um, yeah, I good. know I know the numbers didn't show up for sacks, but he was generating a ton of pressure, right. and he was yep. he was getting better at every game. He would you know he would use some you know spots in the game to throw moves out that he'd never done before, just to see mm-hmm. if he could you know you know get a feel for it. And then later on in the game, he hit a defender. Uh, he hit he'll hit an offensive lineman with a with a. Uh, a spin move or he'll hit him with a hump move or he'll bull rush him or he'll hit him with a, a you know, he, he's just, I feel like he's going to be an unbelievable player if he keeps developing like this. And I'm excited to see Ryan Nielsen get his hands on him as well as my boy, Trey, Trey, I call him Trey. I know his name is Troy, but I'm going to call him Trey. Trey Anderson, my boy. Trey yeah. Anderson. Yeah, he, Troy Anderson. Hey, hey. Great, great linebacker. Yeah, he was he was Troy when he was in, uh, you know what I'm saying, Montana. Now he in Atlanta. His name Trey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. <laughs> my boy went to Magic City, got the wings. His name Trey now. <laughs> my boy. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really excited about him. I'm hoping that he can be a really, really good player. If he just can play up to his measurables, you know, he, he got that 4'4 four, four speed, he's 6'4, 250. Uh, you know, if he can, you know, just play to his size, 
get you know he need to trust his instincts more it was a couple of times where mm-hmm. um and when he was in coverage uh he'll uh correctly diagnose where the ball is going but he'll second guess himself and then he'll step up and then the quarterback will throw the ball right to where he were and uh yeah so if he can you know can get if he can trust his instincts more i feel like he'll be a great player uh we also we probably will have a need at linebacker because we're letting go uh Rashawn Evans I don't think he's coming back I don't think he fits what Ryan Nielsen wants to do on defense um yeah I would not be surprised if you guys take a, a linebacker in the draft um you guys have done pretty well with drafting linebackers I mean Deion Jones um you know Anderson who you have now um the guy, I forget his name I don't Devondre know. Campbell we had him too you had Devondre Campbell. You also had the guy who's in um, Jacksonville. Oh, Foya Lewican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I see. I mean, you got Trenton Simpson in this draft. You got a plethora of linebackers, inside and outside linebackers, who can swap out that could play in y'all's defense. Um, so I, I think you guys will go draft for for linebacker because I mean, getting younger at that position. And spending your money on edge rushers and D tackles and and maybe another corner, um, but I think your biggest address is going to be the safety position. Absolutely, absolutely. I've heard, I've heard the rumors of Jesse Bates. I've heard the rumors of Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I think if you get either one of those guys in your defense, I think automatically your defense is ten times better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, no disrespect to, you know, Jalen Hawkins, but Jalen Hawkins does not have the range to play deep safety. It's been a couple of (laughs) times specifically on. uh, If I can remember correctly, I remember, well, that might have been Richie Grant, Richie Grant. I love Richie Grant. He's aggressive. He will take he will take a shot towards the (laughs) ball. And when he's wrong. Boy, is he wrong. Like, when, yeah. uh, when we played New Orleans, and he gave up that big pass to Shahid, uh, you know, or when we played, uh, you know, Cincinnati on the first drive of the game, he goes for, uh, you know, drives on the ball, but it's a, it was nowhere near where it needed yeah. to be. He bit on the double move and touchdown, Tyler Boyd, you know. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think you can rein in on aggressiveness uh it's, oh, yeah. it's it's harder to get your players to play aggressive so uh i i, I like richie grant i'm i'm kind of you know i kind of seen all i needed to see out of jalen hawkins um he can be a yeah. solid depth player he can be a, a rotational guy when we need to play three safeties or something like that but yeah i'm i'm with you we, we need a jesse Bates or we need a uh, chauncey gardner johnson point blank period yeah. we, we, we need it um yeah I think that should be y'all's first move uh, tomorrow when negotiations are allowed to start. Um, I, I think you guys need to be aggressive and go get one of the two, um, especially, you know, Gardner Johnson played with your DC when he was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, you know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson doesn't get enough credit for how versatile he is. Oh yeah. He can, he can play both safety positions. He can play nickel um he's he's very fast he's quick he has a great play recognition I I really think he would be perfect but I mean also to Jesse Bates you know 
one of the best safeties in the league. So you can't even argue either one, really, in my opinion. Um, I, I think getting either one of them will make your defense so much better. And then addressing, like I said, the pass rush position, I really think is key. Um, you guys have done the draft route. Not that it has completely missed, but, you know, Vic Beasley. Uh, I will say it completely missed sometimes. Up yeah, until Terry them got an offer. But, you know, Jamal Anderson and, and, and Vic Beasley, Tack McKinley. Stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop, so stop. I would say address pass rush and safety through free agency. And then in the draft, address corner and, and linebacker. Uh, I think that's the way to go for Atlanta. And then also, like I said, you know, receivers, you guys need receivers. Oh yeah. And you know, uh, a lot of people will say, and this is the last we'll t- we'll talk about Atlanta. A lot of people will say, Oh, you know, in the draft, you just need to go edge rusher, edge rusher. But as I previously talked to you about before, outside of Will Anderson, uh, and Jalen Carter, and maybe Tyree Wilson, I don't foresee any defensive line player whether it be an edge or an interior, mm-hmm. worthy of a number eight pick. I don't see it. Maybe Kalaja can see, maybe. Yeah. But Unless you trade back. I mean, yeah. that's always a possibility. I, I've heard rumors of Philadelphia wanting to trade up. So, you know, maybe, maybe you guys move from eight to ten. I mean, yeah. that would be interesting. I, I think Atlanta has a great opportunity this offseason to fill all the needs that they have. I agree. Um, including quarterback. I mean, if you guys don't want to roll, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, we're really in the driver's seat to really do whatever we want to do. We have the assets to do it. It's all about yeah. what after Terry – the assets. Yeah. It's all about what Terry deems is best. And, you know, after the past couple of years, I believe he's earned the right to have our trust. He hasn't steered us wrong yet, guys. Oh, yeah. As much as y'all want to, you know, whine and stuff about – he, he hasn't leaned us wrong yet. You know, you wanted to complain about the Matt Ryan deal. You wanted to complain about the Julio Jones deal. We got the better end of the deal, guys. We still got a fourth-round pick based off of the Julio Jones trade. We still got yeah. that. <laughs> we got a second and a fourth. That, that's, that's great. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. Uh, but uh, let's get to the bill of the ball, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your Carolina Panthers. My Carolina, they're having their moment in the spotlight. I know, man. It's it's weird. Yeah. So (laughs) the floor is yours, my brother. Appreciate it. Um, You know, yeah. For me, I'm excited. Um, I have been on record with you of saying I feel like we have the best top to bottom coaching staff in the division. Like, and I know people, some people will say, oh, Frank Reich, Indy, and this and that. And, well, let's not forget Jim Irsay is the owner. And let's not forget that Ballard is the GM. And they also made decisions, not just Frank Reich. Um, but that's a whole other subject. Uh, overall, though, like I said, I just think the coaching staff that we have put into place and then the move that we just made a few days ago, moving up from number nine to number one, um, I think whatever rookie gets drafted number one by Carolina, I think that quarterback is walking into a great situation, regardless of what people want to say about us giving up DJ Moore. I get it. Trust me, as a, a diehard Panthers fan, I love DJ Moore. I will always love DJ Moore, just like with uh, Christian McCaffrey. 
Um, but at the same time, we've been dying to have a franchise quarterback since Cam Newton. And Cam Newton wasn't Cam since like seven years ago. Yeah. Um, six or seven, however you want to look at it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I'm hoping, you know, I'm not going to get into who I want yet. We'll cover that this week when we do a mock draft and all that. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy with where we're at sitting at number one. I don't feel like we gave up a ton. I feel like we gave up the right amount for what we're trying to do. And as long as you get your quarterback position, right, it doesn't matter who your receivers are. I mean, guys like Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes and, and, and Joe Burrow. I mean, you know, Jamar, before he got there, you know, Joe Burrow was not in the best situation, but, you know, they have a – it depends on how you look at it. There's quarterbacks out there who have great receiving cores, and then there's quarterbacks out there like, you know, Patrick Mahomes who don't have the most elite receiving cores. Um, but I do think if you get the quarterback spot right, receiver means less, in my opinion. Um, I would agree. Yeah. I'm not sitting there saying we need to go out and get – you know, John Ross, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think the, the free agent class, I think we can address at least filling one of the receiver spots. Um, but I, I'm also happy with the receivers we have. I know people keep on knocking LaVisca Chanel, Terrace Marshall and Shai Smith. Um, Shai Smith has a lot to grow on, but LaVisca and Terrace Marshall contributed towards the end of the season um, very well. And I think now that DJ has gone, that's more of an opportunity for them. Um, but, and I'm excited, man. I, I hope that Carolina gets it right. I hope they get one of the guys that I'm thinking about. Um, I think this quarterback class overall is great top to bottom, but there's two specific guys that I'm interested in and, uh, hopefully that's where they go. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, offensive line, you know, we got, we got a great offensive line. I know Corbett and, and, Christensen are injured and they're recovering from their injuries from the week 18 match against the saints. Um, hopefully they're ready by week eight of, of next season, especially uh, Corbett because Corbett tore his ACL. Um, Christensen should be ready. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Uh, you know, number one pick, we still got our early second round pick. Uh, we cleared 10 million in cap to trade DJ Moore for this season. And then next season we'll have even more cap going towards the cap, uh, draft capital we have, or I'm sorry, salary cap. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about where we're going. Um, the coaching staff we have in place, I, I think we're on the up for, for the division, but also for the NFL. I agree. Um, quick, just to touch on the trade um, to the fans who are, upset that you know you feel like you gave away too much you you love dj Moore. you didn't want to give him up i get it i understand but you also need to understand that last year the carolina panthers and total offense ranked 29th they ranked 29th in passing offense okay that's not on dj Moore. that's on the quarterback so if and you have a yeah, yeah. Oh, we we ain't gonna bring up your boy, man. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna bring his name we, up. We gonna, we gonna do <laughs> shout out to Ben McAdoo, man. Shout out to <laughs> he on a wilderness retreat right now, you know what I'm saying? Uh but Carolina was also worse than the NFL in QBR. Yeah. Which and, is, and, is bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're worse and, than Texans. Yeah. 
and you write 20th in points per game, that's not going to get it done. Mm -hmm. You need a quarterback, as you and I have talked about before. There is no price too high to pay for a franchise quarterback. There yep. is no price. Nope. Whatever you pay is what you pay. It is what it is. You can re you can recruit that. You're not going to get a franchise quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, for me, like I said, you know, since we lost the Super Bowl to the Broncos and then the following season, you know, Cam and us, we didn't play that great. And then, you know, ever since Cam's shoulder injury, he was downhill from there. And we've just been playing, you know, musical chairs at quarterback for the last, you know, five seasons or so. Um, and it's just been nauseating to watch as a fan. You have no hope. Well, now I feel like we have hope in Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> things are, I, things looking are looking forward. up, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're looking up. And, and, you know, the thing is for me, you know, last year we we tried to make a trade for Deshaun Watson. It didn't work out. We weren't yeah, willing to right. get him <laughs> that, that third and fourth year of his contract. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, fans criticized that we weren't aggressive enough to go get quarterbacks the last few years. Well, this offseason, we've already made the move to move to number one, and we were aggressive about it. We were the most aggressive out of everybody in the NFL to get to number one because um, everybody knew the Bears weren't going to stay at one. It didn't make any sense. They already have Justin Fields. They need to build around him and get as much capital as they can for the future. Um, so for me as a fan, I think our team being aggressive and not being conservative, I think, was a great move. And um, it's got me super excited for the draft, but also just super excited for free agency because I want to see, you know, where we go and, and what we address. And hopefully we resign, you know, Bradley Bozeman, keep him with the offensive line. Uh, I know Shaq Thompson just signed a new two-year extension uh, last night. So I'm looking forward to where we're going. I think us having the number one pick – Puts me at, at ease for a little bit for a few weeks before <laughs> things get a little nerve wracking. Yeah, get a little dicey. Get a little Friday. dicey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The smoke screens. The smoke <laughs> screens are coming, brother. You're gonna hear a lot of. Uh, oh, uh, Carolina can can take uh, uh, Jalen Carter at number one. There's no shot. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> speaking of or trading back, trading yeah. back if you yeah. traded up. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Right. Well, that's a good Jalen Carter is a good segue to focus on the defense now. Um, yes, I feel on paper you guys have as talented as a defense as New Orleans. Uh, it may not have shown up stat wise, you know, you finished 22nd in total defense, uh, you were 22nd in passing yards against, you was 18th in rushing yards against, uh, you had 35 sacks, which you know is. 26 in the league, but it was a lot of sacks compared to, you know, Atlanta's paltry 21, you know? <laughs> yeah, we had 14 more sacks. <laughs> yeah, um, so... Which is a lot. <laughs> yeah, so you you have uh, an identity on defense. You have a lot of, uh, not even key players, I, I'll say stars, man. You have some stars on the, on the defensive side of the ball. You got Derek Brown, who is, uh, I would argue, a top five defensive tackle in the league right now. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, you, you have uh, an underrated, under the radar guy who you was singing his praises all year. And I was just like, um, and, and two of them with Frankie Louvu and, you know, uh, JC Horn, who, you know, yeah, I like JC Horn. He got that dog in him. I like that. 
I like yeah. that. You need that it, to play defense. Yeah. Um, you got Jeremy Chin, um, who is a versatile defender. He can play safety. He has the range to play deep safety. He may not play it well all the time, but he has the yeah. ability to do it. Um, you also have one of the best uh, pass rushers in the game and Brian Burns, who, uh, yeah. you know, he he gives any offensive coordinator heartburn, you know. Uh, yeah. So you, you got a lot of pieces. I feel like you you would be better. You still would be better suited to uh, address other pieces, which I believe you will. I I, I, I full fully believe that uh, Everell will not be sitting on his hands saying, "Oh well, the defense is good enough." No, he's going to try to get better. That's his whole mo. So oh, yeah. Uh, talk talk to me about your defense and talk to me about who you would like to see in a Carolina uniform next year. So um, I think defensively, we're, we're in a really good spot. Um, we don't have a lot of holes on defense. I know uh, Dante Jackson went down with an injury last year. You know, C.J. Henderson didn't play as good as he should have, um, yeah. given his opportunities. And as a first-round pick, you know, he was a, he was a first-round yeah. pick. He was, and we, we gave up a, a second-rounder for him. Yeah, he, so, wasn't he like the first corner off the board? Usually the first or second. Because yeah. I think that was the AJ Terrell tra- uh, 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 draft. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if it was him or Okuda. I, I can't remember. Yeah, he uh, he he and Okuda were the first two corners off the board that year. And um, you know, CJ, I hope I'm hoping in, in an ideal world they give him another chance, and hopefully he gets it right this year under Evero. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I think overall, I think the depth we could use more depth at pass rush and um, safety. I think uh, corner, obviously you do need more depth. JC Horn suffered an injury last year as well. Um, that's been the biggest issue with JC Horn, man, two years in a row, he's been injured uh, towards the end of the season or it, it cost him his season. Um, so I, I think overall, you know, Luvu, Shaq Thompson, Derek Brown, Brian Burns, uh, J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, Jeremy Chin, Xavier Woods, who had a pretty good season. Yeah. Um, I think the, the pieces are there, but we can add more depth is my, my big um, concern. Yeah. Um, and as far as, you know, anybody we could pursue to add to what we have already, uh, you said his name earlier for Atlanta, uh, Leonard Floyd. I think Leonard Floyd would be a, a great opportunity for us. I think he'll come cheaper than Ngakwe will. Mm-hmm. Um, and he played under Evero in LA. So I, I think that's a, a great opportunity for us to address having another pass rusher. Um, and hopefully Amari Barno also develops as well. Cause I heard we're playing a three, four defense as a base scheme, but it's a hybrid defense. Yeah. Um, they're going to move around Jeremy Chin. So you're going to need another safety back there to, to help in coverage. If you're, if you're moving Chin to the line of scrimmage, um hopefully we bring in someone via the draft or a a cheaper free agent i've heard rumors of john johnson who got cut by cleveland a couple weeks ago um he might come in for a cheap deal kind of like a bradley bozeman deal one-year deal and kind of see what you do um but we'll we'll see um but i think john johnson uh, leonard floyd um i've heard rumors of ngakwe because he played with frank reich and indy um, you know, Ngakwe would be a great addition. I just don't know how much it would cost us financially. 
Uh, I think you'd have to really structure that deal right. I know next offseason we'll have a lot more uh, cap to to handle, uh, but this offseason we don't have as much, um, unfortunately. We don't, we're not in a great situation like Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very few uh, are, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I think there is some free agents out there that fit our scheme, that, that know Evero, that know Frank Reich. And I think um, – I think we'll do a good job of bringing in, I mean, you know, Scott Fitter has been great at getting these cheap free agents. Uh, he, he did it with Bradley Bozeman. Um, he did it with Hassan Reddick. He, he did it with Deontay Foreman as well. I mean, Deontay Foreman was a gem for us, you know, signed a one-year deal last, last off season. Um, so, you know, hopefully we can address through free agency, those, those depth, positions on defense that way in the draft I'm hoping as a fan that we focus more on the offensive side of the ball rather than just you know defense and offense I I think offense is where we need to go through the draft so absolutely man exciting times in the NFC South man it's uh it is a lot of people were saying that you know we were the worst division and rightfully so Um, yeah (laughs) <laughs> Although I will push back and say the NFC East, I mean not the NFC East. I'm sorry, that was the best division. NFC West yeah. wasn't exactly world beaters, you know themselves. Uh, NFC but, West was pretty bad this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's a that's a good spot to leave it, man. You know, uh, mm-hmm. big things. We're expecting big things out of our respective teams this year, uh, as well as uh, Tampa Bay and Saints fans, especially with the addition of Derek Carr. So uh, we hope y'all be with us along the way, man. Uh, you got anything to say before we get out of here? No, man. I'm excited. Episode one. I think we're uh, we're ready to go and get this ball rolling, man. I'm hoping to do big things with this channel, and uh, hopefully everybody likes our first episode. And please like and subscribe to our channel. And like and, the video, subscribe to our channel. Yeah. And also <laughs> comment. If you got any questions, anything we missed, anything you feel like we don't know what we're talking about, comment on yeah. it. We'll have this discourse. We're not too big to – you know, to say, hey, we know what we're talking about and you guys don't, because I don't know if you guys picked up on this or not. We are not insiders. Yeah. <laughs> we, are not, <laughs> we are not scouts. We have nothing. We are literally fans, just like you guys, all right? Uh, that's yep. the main reason why we wanted to start this thing, man. We just wanted to be for fans who love to talk ball, and, you know, I feel like this could be the start of something great, man. Yeah, I'm excited. So, uh Let's 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 go. Let's get this yeah, ball rolling. Let's yeah, keep man. it. Oh yeah. Uh probably next episode we'll talk maybe draft and some of the highlights of who signed where in free agency. Yep. But uh uh yeah, the, we're just gonna leave it here, guys. Uh check us out. Give us a shout, give us a like, give us a follow, all that stuff. Uh yeah, until next time, guys. <laughs>